What's up, guys? What up, dude? What up, bro? Let me uh, let me change my uh, name Background? here. It's got my it's got my Government? son's name from his oh. fucking yeah. I mean, if Doug Smith doesn't sound like enough of an alias, right? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely does, yo. I just, <laughs> yo, dude, I, I took like a quick beer run because I was checking out your stuff earlier. I hadn't seen your um your clip on what was it? I think it was Comedy Central where you were this talking is about not happening. No, no, no. The other one where he's talking about doing getting dr- shit faced drunk, going to <laughs> bar hopping down New York City streets. And oh, and doing the cab, the cab rolling. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, bro. So I was like, yo, I got to get some beers because <laughs> this shit sounds- inspired you. No, bro, I, I did stuff like that, you know, as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even though you're not a kid, you're like an adult at that time because you're legally yeah. drinking. But it still feels childish. Like the other day, um, I, I ordered chicken wings and French fries. Right. I was with my wife, ordered chicken wings and French fries. And I got myself like a a little tall boy of Heineken. And she's like, what? And I was just like, I just I just want to live my 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 ghetto childhood. <laughs> all, all I'm missing is a blunt. I was like, I'm missing a blunt and a park bench. Out here living <laughs> your best life. Yeah, dude. I was I was having like nice little flashbacks of my childhood. And she was like, Your childhood? How old were you? And I was like, oh, I think it was like 15, 16 doing this. So <laughs> yeah. she's like, childhood. Yikes. Start them young. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta change my background real quick. Um but what movie is it this time? I don't know. You want to pick a movie? What's your favorite hip hop movie, Doug? My favorite hip hop movie? Um, shit. Like about like that's actually about hip hop. Uh, no, just fuck. just anything. Like you know, Friday can be considered a hip hop. Oh, definitely, definitely Friday. I've seen Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Friday. I'd say in terms of movies, I've seen the most. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber is number one. Yes. Uh. And then probably Midnight Cowboy because that's my favorite movie. Really? And yeah. <laughs> and then and then probably Friday after that. Friday is a close is a close third. I no, honestly, no. when I first moved to New York, I would, I mean, I was the fucking mess. I was smoking copious amounts of weed every day, drinking a a six pack every night. And Friday. I would I would like it was like ceremony. Me and my roommate would watch Friday like every every Friday for like a fucking year. I'm not even kidding. That and uh, Cheech and Chong up in smoke. Oh, Just yeah. Like, both of those DVDs were fucking. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I got the background now. Damn. You just got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, dude. I saw this. Dude, movie. John Witherspoon is so great in that movie, man. Yeah. Rest in peace, John Witherspoon. Yeah. That sucked, man. Um, Nobody go in the bathroom. What about? What about? <laughs> 45, 45. <laughs> yeah classic definitely classic no um i actually saw this movie with my family when i was like really yeah it was bad move it was a bad move so um i don't know why i suggested it but i was like i want to watch friday and my parents were like okay i guess we'll watch this so we start watching it and at some point i was like I should have not have picked this for family night. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like 11, dude. When I did this, I'm high right now. <laughs> I, I was just like, Oh, I'm, I'm totally a narc. I'm like ratting myself out. My parents are probably like, why is he watching this? <laughs> I think Man. our kids on drugs. Did you start smoking weed when you're 11? 
Allegedly, allegedly. I started when oh, I was shit. I have to say allegedly because really? I have the best life insurance. I have like the second to best life insurance. So allegedly. Yeah. It's the character. The character DJ Lack of Sleep. Yeah, started at eleven. I just got I just got a life insurance policy a couple of years ago. And I'm so I'm so te- dude, I'm so terrible with money and like my what my wife is like the the major breadwinner at this point. Yeah. Um and now. like I feel like I feel like that's the one thing I can do to take care of my family. You know what I mean? Like worse comes to worse. Just million dollars. Oh, bro. No, but you can't in do the that bank. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're suicide. right. You so know. you have to make it look I plotted you can't this. do that. Yeah. Yeah. I plotted this one time. I was I was in a, I was a very, very dark place. I'm good now, though. And I was like, how do I commit suicide, but make it look like I didn't do it on purpose so that we get the life insurance policy? Yeah. And I was running because if you ram into a wall, you, you're going to have to hit the brakes before you hit the wall, because if you just ram into the wall, you're deliberately driving into the wall. You know, so there's there's all kinds of ways you have to plan out. these. I <laughs> really thought this out, huh? No, I just saw it in a movie. I saw it in a movie once. Ah, where... allegedly. No, no, this is a movie. Was, I think it was P2. It was a shitty horror movie or, or scary movie. And the girl that one of the characters was like, I think they're in on this. They're like, why do you say that? If if you were not trying to deliberately hit a wall you would slam on the brakes wouldn't you there's no tire marks and then that you know registered in my little brain to remember if you ever decide to off yourself remember to leave tire marks <laughs> always planning yeah. i i just was blown away by the fact that like growing up i always thought that life insurance policies like you had to be rich to have a life insurance policy i know right you know like you had to be worth something but you don't yeah. have to be worth jack shit all you have to do don't. is just be healthy you know, the taxes. healthier you are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that I could get a million dollar life insurance policy was like right? mind blowing to me. I thought yeah. I had a million dollars. So I like I like was writing some paperwork out and, you know, that's a whole nother podcast. And then the lawyer was like, you don't have that much money. And then I was like, no, my life is. He's like, that's if you die. That, that doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, no, that's not. Oh, no, it's mine right now. I know. Right. No, yeah, they thought I was caught up in logistics. Just put it in my account. I want, <laughs> yo, what I wanted to say was, hold up, hold up, because the, the DA or whoever we just spoke to thought I was the lawyer and you were the, the plaintiff because I'm dressed better than you. I mean, I look it right now. But I mean, I, I love the Misfits shirt. I love yeah. the Misfits, too, bro. And they got the Punisher hat. What's your favorite Misfits album? Uh, I mean, uh, well, honestly, I mean, <sighs> Walk Among Us was the first one I ever listened to, but then I just, uh, I just listened to Static Age like maybe two years ago. Yeah. Did, did you guys? I mean, I'm sure you guys are probably more bigger fans than I am, but like, I didn't realize that Static Age. My whole life, I had avoided it because any any um, my whole life, the last few years, I had avoided it because when I found it on Spotify, it said it came out in like '97, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not trying to listen to like newer Misfits," you know. Yeah. But oh, I didn't realize re-release. that that was the re that was a re-release of, the, of you know it came out in what '78 or something 80, like that. '85. Yeah. Well, '78, '78, recorded yeah. in '78, released in '85, and then they did right, right. release in sometime in the night, uh, 2017. So like yeah. my, because my favorite song is uh, Hybrid Moments. 
Okay. Oh yeah, so I know. It's unbe- it's unbelievable. There's man. so many songs. I, and this yeah. this shirt got me almost into a fight once. Cuz I think yeah. this was around the era that um and we'll get into the subject later that black people were um appropriating white culture. And so, <laughs> so we're going to get into that later. So I, this guy saw me with the shirt and he's like, "Hey, uh, skateboarding." You know, cuz yeah. I was similar very similarly dressed. To, to how I'm look right now. And he was like, right. I've got something to say. That shirt is fucking gay. And then I was just like, what's up? And it, it, this is <laughs> this was in a haunted house. This was uh, I'm sorry. So I was in a haunted house <laughs> and not literally for those idiots listening. Like I knew they were real. I was, <laughs> I was in one of those amusement things. Right. And the one of the guys working there said that to me. And then he was like, I'm not even in character right now, bro. I'll fuck you in the ass. I was like, what the fuck? whoa and then i was like okay and then even the other people that were there with him like the, the zombie girl was like and and my my girlfriend at the time like was like no let's get out of here just, just ignore him just ignore him yeah i was yeah all because of the shirt yeah she was I, mean, that's, thinking, that's... I don't want to get fucked in my undead ass <laughs> you must have been like offended and also like impressed that he uh, was <laughs> able to conjure that reference that quickly you know like so he hates the misfits, but he remembered the lyrics, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> All right, so you now listen to the rapper and the DJ. I'm the DJ, DJ Lack of Sleep. I am the rapper, the motherfucking Red Baron. And we are here with our special guest today, Doug Smith. What up? Thanks for having me, boys. Thank yeah, you. Man, thanks for coming on. You wanna- is, is that hat, is, is that from like the Negro League? And that's what they called it for you fuckers out there that are going to try this, to cancel. That's what they called is, it at the time. I always feel weird when I wear this because I'm, I'm not a sports fan at all. This is a Brooklyn Dodgers hat. I thought so. Um, I, it remind, reminded me of Biggie. I was like, so I think it's just Biggie wore that. Did he? I think so. I'll, I'll pull oh, it wow. up. Keep, makes keep talking about more. it. So uh, I'm not a, I'm not a sports fan at all. But my my dad, I have very, very uh, old old parents so my dad is a fan of the san francisco giants because he's so old that he went to giants games as a kid when they were still the new york giants and you're talking about baseball new york giants talking about baseball yep Yep. before they were san fran and my mom was a brooklyn dodgers fan before the dodgers moved to la so i found this i found this hat uh at um, this surf shop on the Coney Island boardwalk. And I was like, oh, fuck, I got to grab I got to grab this. It's starting to get pretty dingy. I got to pick up another one. But um, yeah, I feel like this is the only like sports hat I can pull off because of the because of the backstory. You know what I mean? I've tried to wear sports hats in the past just because I like the logo. And somebody would be like, hey, you like the Astros? And it's like the what what's when I when I was in middle school, I went to Cooperstown to the Hall of Fame and I got one of those hats and the shirt from the New York Giants. And yeah. when I got back to school, I guess because they thought I was Mexican, they were like, New York Giants, your shirt is bootleg. And I was like, no, <laughs> no they were the New York Giants. New York Giants play football, not baseball. You got some. <laughs> Fucking bootleg clothes, bro. You just come into school. It says like the Guadalajara Giants. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I was so mad. I had to like school them. I was like, no, and I schooled them to it. And then we didn't have Google back then. The Google would have helped. Google would have helped many a fights back in the day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hold on, real quick. Let me look this up and show you. Yeah. Absolutely. 
would have saved many. Beyonce was in a girl band. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh, that bitch wasn't lying. Beyonce wasn't a girl band. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was just checking out your uh, your Instagram before doing before we logged on here. And you guys live in Connecticut? Yes. Yeah. What what part? I'm in uh, Stratford. And I'm in Bridgeport. Okay, cool. So I grew up in Ridgefield. I don't know if you I don't okay. know if you know that. Sounds yeah. But I it's near it's like it's you know where Danbury is? Yeah. Okay. Or like New Canaan. It's like kind of like between Danbury and New Canaan. It's a pretty small <laughs> town. Uh, 20 years in Ridgefield, born and raised in Ridgefield. But I used to go to, I saw, I know it was a while ago, but that you guys performed at Toad's Place. And I, yeah. dude, I used to go to Toad's Place all the fucking time. That was like my main spot. Dude, it was so Man, surreal because I became friends with the people who work at Toad's Place. So that yeah. became like a home venue. Like anytime they yeah. had a hip hop show, they'd be like, oh, you want to play? No shit. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Shout I used out to, to see, uh, I used to see. I don't know if you if you remember this band. Do you ever hear this band? Two Skinny Jays. No, no. Oh. <laughs> their their uh, their first album is called Super Mercado, and it came out in like ninety eight. Nice. I want to say it like some Sublime shit. It's. <sighs> I don't want to shit on Sublime because I definitely went through a Sublime phase. I'd yeah, say I, like, more, I, think, I think most people did. Yeah, it's 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 like. They're both, it's two MCs, both okay. named Jay. Um, and they're both really good rappers, but they have kind of more of a rock uh backing band. So, but they have like, you know, they have like a guitar player, they have all these like ridiculous like 80s instruments, so like the heavy on synths and shit. Two skinny J's. So, like it was they came out at the height of like, you know, the rap rock hybrid you know like 311 but they they got they got bars and their their show they're incredible performers and their shows were just fucking live as hell so me and a buddy used to go see them they they played toad's place jesus probably like three four times a year you ever hear of uh dog eat dog no that's like kind of like that but they have a more like hardcore backing band and the lead singer like raps oh, okay cool um, His name was Rabbi J. Slim, one of the rappers in the group. Rabbi J. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the. <laughs> yeah. And what was the other one? Jay Guevara. Special J. Joey. Special J. Vert, Vert Viterbo, Sammy B. DJ Casper. Andy Action. No, but I was I, I was one. I was actually thinking about something that you said. You said they actually have bars. So I believe you because. I was thinking about, can you name another group? This is a little tangent, but similar. Can you name another artist that got respected in the hip hop community that was the rapper in a like girl or boy band R&B group besides Left Eye? Uh, oh, shit. Right? Because you'd have like yeah. the singing part and then, hey, y'all, what's what's up? What's good? And it come out. It would come out looking like how the guy in if you haven't seen it yet, but coming to America too, the new one. I did. This, I just saw it. Yeah. Right. When the guy comes out rapping. Right. It reminds you of like when you're like listening to like cool it down. You're like listening to yeah. some like cool R&B shit. And then I don't know what. Hey, girl, what's on your mind? I just got to <laughs> get up and grind. It was like always horrible ass raps. Them. And right. The, right. Them were like uh, the, the Russian guys that would come on. Hey, hey, I want to sex you, sex you, sex you. Then I'll text you. It was <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like right said Fred. 
Uh, so man. a question we always ask people is uh what music did you listen to growing up man i went through so many different phases dude like i started out the first the first you want to know the first cd i ever bought i started yeah. i started yeah. buying i started buying my own music at an early age because i have all my siblings are older than me so i was i was subjected to musical influences from a very early age i used to go into my my siblings rooms and rummage through their you know cassette tapes all the time yeah um the first cd i ever bought uh was crash test dummies god shuffled his feet remember those guys the, mm-hmm. yeah. that was the first cd i ever bought and even as like god how old was i maybe 10 and i got it home and i was like man this is fucking trash they got that one, <laughs> so they got that one track you remember how disheartening it was buying CDs as a teenager? Yeah. Like you blow seventeen bucks, you can't fucking listen to it beforehand. You know, nope. you you like, it's it's such a gamble. You know, there's maybe two, three songs on there that you know you like, but the yeah. rest, like, I don't know how the rest of this is gonna be. And nine times out of ten, it just fucking sucks ass. And you get it home, and you're like, I'm trying to like this, but I hate it. You know. <laughs> And that was what was the of name those. of that? Um, you ever use uh Columbia House? Is that what it was called? Oh, dude, yeah, there were Columbia one of House, there. BMG. Yeah, I did all of that shit constantly, yeah. like joining, canceling to get the yeah. seven free and the buy one and to get the mm-hmm. three more. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I would always forget to send back, you know, the like the monthly selection. Yeah, uh, you have to you have to like check the box saying I don't want this, or they automatically send it to you and charge you for it. That's how they, mm-hmm. you know, that's how they make their money. Yeah, and I would just I would just get it and just write return to sender on it and, and send it back nice and after a while they were like no you can't fucking do that so they hit me with like four hundred dollars worth of charges Ooh, my dad wow. called them up it was like he's 12 years old who the fuck do you think you are trying to charge my son four hundred dollars pull your head out of your ass how dare you sign this kid up and like i i got i got out of it but yeah man i got nice. I, I got tons of shit from bmg Oh wow! Love that, remind, that shit. That yeah. reminded me, like back in the day when everyone would get would get the trial free AOL and just keep making new emails and deleting and never oh, having right, to pay right. for AOL for like year. It took them like five years to catch on to that. Yeah, 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 for sure. And by then they were done. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, wait, emails are free? Uh, skirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> done. It's a wrap. But so yeah, embar- embarrassingly, embarrassingly enough, that was my that was my first purchase. But then, like in middle school, I started getting into classic rock. Um, so I was having into classic rock for a while, and uh, Clarence Clearwater the, is that where you got that mustache love, from? Love Creed, love love Creedence. So again, my old parents, my dad listened to like big band music from the thirties, like, and my mom listened to, like Glenn Campbell and shit like that, Linda Ronstadt. But both of my parents, they never listened to any rock music, but they both, for some reason, loved Credence. So Credence was like a cornerstone of my childhood. So, yeah, always been a big Credence fan. Um, but uh, what was I listening to in middle school? I was listening, it was a, the Doors were the first band, and now I can't stand the Doors. That was like, that was, yeah, it's garbage. My, one of my favorite no. movie quotes. You burned yourself out of the Doors? 
One of my favorite movie quotes, dude, is uh, Almost Famous. You remember the beginning of Almost Famous? Uh, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman plays Lester Bangs. Uh-huh. And he's like at a radio station. One of the other DJs puts on the doors and he's like, ah, oh, the doors. He's like, Jim Morrison, drunken. Po- he's like drunken buffoon posing as a poet. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And then he puts on the guess who and he's like, give me the guess who. And then he puts on the Stooges and he's like, yeah, fucking Iggy. Yeah. So my my classic rock tastes definitely evolved i was in the cream and now like i listen to cream a little bit but like eric clapton i can't fucking stomach at all so it's funny okay. getting into classic rock yeah, i oh, never need to hear that song again yeah. <laughs> uh beautiful tonight like there, there's certain clapton songs that just make me want to fucking pull my eyes out of my skull well i mean he, um, he was like the original um troll fucking drop the baby out the window so he can make a song and make millions of dollars about it. <laughs> right? Yeah. It was all that's part a of a, That's a hell plan. of a conspiracy theory, but I'm on board. <laughs> you oh, should tell him the Biggie and Pac one. You just segued into our uh, rapper and the DJ conspiracy theory. So the rapper and the DJ conspiracy theory is that thou shalt not speak ill of the dead or compare yourself to Biggie or Pac or else your career dies or you die. So quick, um, it's always out of respect. This is silly. Don't fucking get you know caught up with it. I hope people. I, th- I think I, I think I know where you're going. They were in a homosexual relationship and they didn't want anybody to find out. <laughs> Not quite, so but that's both. good thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you do have classic lines like "I'd rather fuck RuPaul than any of them ugly Excel bitches." Escape right? bitches. Or there you fuck go. RuPaul there you go. fuck. Yeah, yeah. No, I love no. that line. <laughs> <laughs> What was another one? He said, you look so good. I'll suck on your daddy's dick. Yeah, or that. Yep, yep. Uh, my N-words kidnap kids. Fuck them in the ass and throw them over the bridge. Yep. More okay. Biggie. One more. Now yeah. it's just like Biggie gay conspiracy theory. Now. <laughs> <laughs> There's Big so many. Uh, but <laughs> I had, oh, no. Here, here, oh, from the, the when he rapped over all of Snoop Dogg's instrumentals. That's how you could tell Snoop Dogg had way better production than Biggie because then Snoop Dogg did a freestyle overall Biggie's beats. And that's when you realize, yo, Biggie was really good because he made these garbage ass beats sound good. Because yeah. hearing, oh, ah, oh, bow, wow, you be yo gay. Hearing that shit on Biggie yeah. beats is horrible. But oh, yeah. In one of those lines that Biggie has, he says, um, he says, whisper in his ear, this is what we got to do, G. Got to bang an N word and bang an N word good so I can get a cop of Benz and get the fuck out the hood. And I was like, wow. You sound you sound like a thought. <laughs> <laughs> so so the 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 conspiracy is like uh Nipsey Hussle compared mm-hmm. compared himself to Tupac and passed away. Rest in peace. You have recently um Mo3, mm-hmm. a rapper who had Tupac tattooed on him and said something compared himself to him as well, passed away. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg calling herself well people called her notorious RBG and then she started embracing it and she kicked the bucket shortly after done Colin McGregor notorious notorious at taking L's Uh, (laughs) got little little Kim calling herself notorious KIM tanked after that Uh, XX Testacion talked hella shit about Tupac tried to say that he was more legendary than Tupac shortly demised after that Um, and then there's other 
you know, lesser named people. Uh, oh, another one that I always talk about, Big Pun. He said, Cock the Glizzy give you a package of Pac and Biggie. Oh. And yeah. Wow. So what do you I mean? What this, are your... this holds up. So so your conspiracy is that anybody who what uses that uh, uses their name or compares themselves to them is soon to meet their demise or their career or their career or their career. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I mean, you just listed a shitload of examples. I can't argue (laughs) any of that. (laughs) Yes. He has on the tin hat. All right. (laughs) The the, the tin do rag. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I gotta, I gotta admit, speaking of big pun, I, uh, I remember, you know, I remember still not a player coming out and loving that song, but I never listened to that album back to front. And oh. I just listened, I just listened to it last week and I was like, holy so fuck, how have I never listened to this? This guy is incredible. Yeah, yeah, bro. So good. I feel like an idiot. Yo, no, you're not alone. sleeping on that shit. You're not alone. A friend of mine, I gave him CDs of his a long time ago because I, I had a bunch and I just gave them to him and he never listened to it because he thought he was like, I honestly thought the dude was spitting gibberish when he was doing all that fast shit. And then he was like, he's like, then I actually listened to him and I was just like, yo, this motherfucker's incredible. I had no idea he was spitting a bunch of shit in those bars where he's just like, because people went to his shows thinking that he couldn't rap like that when he's like cannibalism is living in my metabolism, giving aneurysms, spasms, and baby baptisms, doing that shit. People were like, there's no way that that fat dude can do that. And then right. they, he, they would see him on stage, and people would just be like, "What? <laughs> fuck? Yeah, what's you that know? song? It's like the deep cut. It's the the uh, deep, deep cover. cover. And yeah, uh, something and in the middle, in the middle, middle, of middle, 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 middle. Yeah, that that yeah. whole sequence is like, whoa. He wasn't yeah. gonna Holy do shit. that. He wasn't gonna do that. Fat Joe got him to do that because he said that he would do that joking around, like getting yeah. high, and he would like do that little riff. And Fat Joe was like, nah, bro, you got to lay that down. That shit is fire. And he was like, ah, he's like, I don't know. I think it's kind of corny. And he's like, nah, trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Do it. And he did it. And, you know, it's iconic now. Do you think if it wasn't for Big Pun, do you think Fat Joe would still be like popping? Uh, He, he, Uh. I, look, he, he made a name for himself more so after Big Pun died than when he was here. Yeah, but he basically got put on because of Pun. No, he had Flojo. He was on already, and he had the. In my opinion, he had one of the best verses in I, uh, I the I Shot You remix. Yeah, the who the fuck you think you talking to? I mean, that that's probably the best Fat Joe verse, and then Fat Joe like fell off after that until he found Pun. Yeah, right. right. So you're I mean, a hip hop was... head. What were you saying? Yeah. So so yeah. So I started classic rock, and then I went through like. Remember, like, 97 was, like, Electronica was, like, the most popular, like, Prodigy and Chemical Brothers. Oh, I bet so I was all, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was all into that shit, like, the, the Trump soundtrack. It's the fire yeah. starter. Underworld, all those. Dude, movies. that video for Smack My Bitch Up, like, changed music videos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's they were they were terrifying. Even yeah. the video for Firestarter, where it's just kind of like it's black and white, and it's just going through this tunnel, uh-huh. and then it find the camera finally stops on this dude with fucking bald with mohawks on the side of his head. <laughs> You're like, what is this? <laughs> um, yeah, they were they were awesome. You're like um, Pennywise is a rapper now. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly, and then uh, and then. 
so I did I never was like a hip hop fan until I was 15. And then a friend of mine told me about Gangstar Moment of Truth. Nice. And I, and I and I listened to that and that fucking I don't mean to sound hyperbolic. That changed my life, man. That still to this day is my all-time favorite hip hop album. And that Great set album. me on a set me yeah. on a course where it would that was it, man. I was listened to nothing but hip hop for the rest of high school. Nice. Uh, and and still that's like mainly I don't I'm I I don't keep up with newer hip hop quite as much, but I yeah. still um yeah, I mean that's definitely my my top genre for sure. I'd leave scientists mentally scarred, triple extra large, wildlife yeah. rock stars, smash, smash guitars. guitars. Yeah, yeah, it's great, incredible. man. The only the only bad song on there is the mall. Yeah, you know that song. Yeah. We'll be doing it at the mall. It's all about just about loitering. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, they got some. They just got some great guest appearances on there, and and DJ Premier is my all time favorite producer so like ever do it any anything he does i'm i'm fucking on board you yeah know? dude he he fucking washed um Ariza in in the versus battle did yeah you see that? i agree i saw that i did yeah, yeah. I, and i'm yeah. a rizza fan i'm super woo, woo head like i i, Me too. Me I wouldn't too. be doing this if it wasn't for them they're definitely more like one of the real reasons why i got into this and right. i remember being like what the fuck is rizza doing like did, why is he playing these these like b-size obscure beats this motherfucker didn't play triumph what the fuck's wrong with you, you know? <laughs> but i know he, i was i remember waiting the whole time i was like when like, is he gonna drop this shit yo triumph is the shit still now like i listen to uh, that yeah. while i'm working out sometimes i just put the beat on while i'm working out right it, it's just it's got good energy but premiere i think i think every white boy in connecticut knows inspected Dex verse from triumph I remember seeing I remember seeing Jizza in concert at like Music Hall of Williamsburg uh, maybe five or six years ago, and they did they did like a chunk of Triumph and dude just the whole crowd yeah. was on point for that for well, that atomically yeah yeah shout out to fucking Tony Touch because that that verse was done at a time where you didn't double your verses like if you did a verse on this song you don't do it on another song so. Yeah. You, do you know about this story or no? The Inspector Deck. No. So Inspector Deck did that verse on one of Tony Touch's mixtapes or compilation albums. And when he heard the beat, that's he started rapping that, that verse. And the RZA was like, yo, you're starting the record. You're starting the record. And he was like, nah. he's like, I, I just rapped that on, on Tony Touch's record. And he was like, that's the verse, bro. He's like, go talk to him. Go talk to him. And then he called Tony and he was like, yo, Tony, I don't want to disrespect you, but I want to use this verse. And he's like, go ahead. It's your verse. I don't care. You know, it's all love. And so, yeah, if it wasn't for that, that, that shit's so wow. iconic. That's why I was bugging when 50 was like trying to make fun of them. And he was like, oh, atomically, I was like, he's making fun of one of the most iconic rap verses. Yeah. Well, he's just like the biggest troll at hip hop. He really is, man. It's it's it really is pretty fucking entertaining. I love watching what he does. That whole Ja Rule thing of buying yeah. up all the tickets. I mean, like, it's pretty. He's like a. He's a. He's like a. <laughs> he's like a super villain. He's very crafty yeah. and cunning. Um, it's fun to watch, but yeah, that's that's sacred ground right there. Don't fuck with them. Yeah. But um, 
yeah once i once i discovered hip-hop man that was it but the thing the thing is um i i uh and you and you know i know you reached out to me after i did i did that that are you garbage podcast i was talking about all all about my jehovah's witness upbringing and part of it is um you know i was very sheltered from the secular world so like i couldn't watch any movies that were r-rated everything had to be pg or pg-13 and all the music that i brought home my mom would read the liner notes and if there was any swear words and or or you know lewd suggestive material in there straight in the garbage so again buying music was such a gamble because a you don't know if you're gonna like all the tracks on there and then nine times out of ten my mom would find something objectionable and chuck it in the trash. She wouldn't even let me resell it. It was like a punishment for oh, buying something that would be so offensive. You know? Secular music. Dude, I remember <laughs> yeah. when I was like, I was like nine Death years old. old, and my uncle gave me a copy of the Slim Shady LP. Uh, <laughs> uh, like the unedited one when it came out. Yeah. Uncle and, Tom, and, right? Uncle Tom? No, Uncle Sean. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I would have to like listen to it in my room at night, uh-huh. like that quiet. And one day my mom came in because I guess she heard the music and she she looks at the album and reads the lyrics. She's like, what the fuck is this? And like, got rid of it. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, man. My mom, my mom was uh, like, no exceptions. I remember bringing home Pearl Jam 10 uh-huh. and she's reading through and she's like, she makes it through a couple of tracks. And I was like, all right, I might get to keep this. And then she starts reading Jeremy, and she's oh, like, no. uh, "She's a homeless little fuck." And I was like, oh, <laughs> "Damn it, fuck!" And I and I would like get mad at the band, like, "Come on, man, clean it up a little bit." I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to support you guys ahead um, of their time. Joining, joining the PMRC over there. Wasn't that about a class shooting? This yeah, kid? man. Yeah, ahead of their yep. time. Look at that, that shit, bro. I don't think they too, were ahead of their time. I think Colum- it was probably, Columbine it was didn't even happen. happen. I know, but there were school shootings then. That wasn't the only one that's ever happened. Really? I don't remember. Yeah, Maybe but I think, I, think first, ma- I think making that like a mainstream shooting. thing was, yeah, it was 91. I mean, that was kind of yeah. unprecedented. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, even bringing home rock albums, you know, that through the height of the grunge phase, Pearl Jam albums, Nirvana albums, she would, you know, rape me. Of course, I, uh, I, I never uh, bought I never bought in utero because you can see on the on the album on the track listing. I was like, all right, that's not going to that's not going to fly. You want to yeah. know something um, really weird in college? A girl was singing that to me and I was just like, this is really weird. <laughs> and it, it was, was more of a challenge than her. Just like, I, yeah, weird. I felt like Will she was you? suggesting <laughs> it. It, felt, it felt like she was suggesting it. I left because I was just like, I nope. Yeah. Yeah, because then people that's, are gonna be like, "All we heard right was there. we heard rape me on repeat and moaning and groaning." I don't know, if, you know. I'm not yeah. getting canceled. Yo, fuck that, yeah. bro. I uh, set up. Yeah, it felt, like, <laughs> it felt like a setup. But our, our dicks are so like fucking morbid. It was like, "Yo, bro, she's talking to me." Like, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Follow instructions. Um, <laughs> It's like that subliminal <laughs> messaging in Family Guy where it's like smoke, 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 <laughs> smoke. <laughs> rape. But it seems like but the yeah. first mass school shooting was in 1891. So. That's what I thought. I didn't think it was Columbine. Really? Busting their muskets. When in, that- when in their, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to pack the black powder after every round. Yeah. <laughs> Putting holes in the class. Jesus. Yeah. Um, it, it, 
listing 1700s and stuff like that. Yeah, this is America. That's this is that's a land. Funny. That's a that's a pretty hilarious bit of trivia. <laughs> First school shooting. Wow. There's a shooting at the school. Yeah. But yeah, man, when I when I finally started getting into hip hop, I knew that that was not going to fly at all. And uh, so I had to I had to keep that shit hidden. And like I had to have my sister drive into the record store and like, you know, I, I, I remember like stuffing CDs and like in the back of my in the I wasn't allowed to wear Jenkos because those were too too baggy. But you too know, in the back of my fucking union bays, you know, you're not Mexican. And, uh, you can't wear these. <laughs> I think one Yo, they of they stole some... that shit. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> they stole that shit. They ran with it. They ran with that shit so hard. Nobody else was wearing them. <laughs> Moment of Truth was the first hip hop album that I bought, and then I think the second or third one that I bought was DMX, uh, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Which oh, still you didn't to get this the day, first. Great record. I did. I did. I did get the first. Okay. Well, um, afterwards. I think I got the first one afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I, it. It's dark and hell is hot, right? That's the first yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. So I bought. I think to this day, flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood is like it's a it's a fucking jarring cover. It really yeah. is. I mean, he's just drenched. It's a jarring blood. album. It absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He has a new album coming out, but he he said he's not bringing that character back because he felt like it was just bringing dark, darkness into his life. Huh. Like I'm, he's like, I'm not doing that Damien shit no more. That shit brought a lot yeah. of negative energy to my life. I'm not doing it ever again. It's it's open. Really? Wasn't Flesh wow. of My Flesh the one where he said he's like, I got blood on my dick because I fucked the core. Oh my yes. Yeah. Oh my yeah. I forgot about that bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he he was terrifying, man. Yeah. So I had a I had a whole shelf in my room that was just full of all my hip hop CDs. It was like behind a row of clothes where she would never find it. <laughs> you yeah, gotta hide I, it like porno. Yeah, yeah. It was like I had that album cover board. on my wall. That shit must have looked. Did disturbing. you really? Wow. Yeah, it must look real disturbing. My parents, but man, they were okay with it. I was like, it's art. I was like, that's not real blood. That's corn syrup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> corn flesh syrup. of my flesh, blood of my blood. He's obviously Christian. Yeah, no, he is. <laughs> yeah, big avid Christian. Avid Christian. Yeah. If he was to stick out his tongue, you would clearly see a communion wafer. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like, I would say I'm agnostic, but the only gospel I listen to is the gospel of DMX. <laughs> Does he like bark in between a couple every couple lines? No, no, I have, I have a playlist, and I need to make it on Spotify because I'm sure it will go because it's on t- title. Nobody has title. No. Jay-Z is a genius for selling that shit. Yo, you just bought a hoopty, bro. Why did you buy? <laughs> why did you buy a title? I don't know why the guy bought a title. But um, I just put together all the prayers and all the songs about God in mm-hmm. one playlist. And it's like 13-something tracks. I called it the Gospel of DMX. And it's fucking fire. Like, I love it. It's the catalogs him through his whole career. Because he always has a song about God on each album. You should have yeah. played that for your mom. Your mom would have been like, yeah, oh, right. This, is okay. <laughs> this guy's all right. <laughs> oh, and he loves dogs. I like him. I like him. <laughs> Man. Wait. But I, I did this. I did this corny ass thing where like I was I was so into hip hop that I wanted to like learn all the verses, but I couldn't. You know, I was so what I would do is I would listen, I would listen to the album and then I would like, I would play it, pause it, write down the lines on an index card. Cause I wanted to teach myself 
like how to how to, not that I was trying an aspiring rapper, but I wanted to like memorize the lines, you know, and that was the way that I did it. And I remember um, I bought uh, Slick Rick, Great Adventures of Slick Rick. Oh, nice. And, you went uh, back and learned history. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember, you know, the song, you know, the song Lottie Dottie, right? Yeah. We like to potty. So, you know that, you know that uh, it's like toward the end of the song. It's like uh, when the it, it, his whole that whole song is, is a narrative. It's a story. And and that girl's mom running up and he's like, oh, like, uh, I said, I'm 19. She says, stop lying. I said, I am. Go ask my mother. And with that wrinkled pussy, I can't be your yeah. lover. <laughs> so, so like I wrote that on the on the index cards. And oh, no. I went, and I went away for a weekend with some friends from an amusement park in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And I came home and my mom had cleaned my room and oh, she no. found and I she found that. And I saw I went in the living room and I saw the, that index card on the <laughs> coffee table like she was going to confront me about it. And dude, the fucking humiliation was so I'll never forget it. She and she read it aloud to imagine hearing your mom <laughs> oh say that God. shit and, to you. And with that wrinkle pussy. I yeah, it was almost like she took it personally, you know, like I'm not talking about your old wrinkled pussy. Take it easy. <laughs> you should have said, but the next line, mom, tick tock, you don't stop. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> and it was a hit, you know, they took yeah. that shit and turned it into a fucking hit. Slick Rick, Slick Rick's definitely one of the goats. I think uh, from that era, he's top five. Dude, it was so, yeah, so yeah. surprising to hear him on the uh, West Side Gun album. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that threw track. Track with Busta Rhymes and him is fucking dope. Yeah, that shit threw me. That oh. that whole crew, that whole crew is awesome, man. I'm that, here. Sorry. And I, I, I think my, uh, I think my favorite album from that crew is the the newest Benny the Butcher album. Yeah, it's so good. Like I got to, to do a couple great. shows with them. They're cool, they're cool guys. Did you really? Yeah. Oh man, Toad's place. Yeah. Yeah. So you did oh, another fuck. one also at um the other spot nearby uh factory, didn't you do another? No, they were both at Toad's place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh man. what's what's I cool? Wish I, I wish I knew about that. What's cool about that is he saw the rise of yeah. their um popularity. So when he did the first show with them, I, I didn't know him then. They weren't he, that popping when I did the first show with yeah, them. When, and then like two years later I did another show with them. Sold out. It was packed. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, they're incredible. Yeah. Um, but West Side, West Side, I feel like a lot of his stuff is like hey, so dark hey, and, do, and do, moody. Do, 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 do. It's almost it's almost like the Pink Floyd of hip hop. You can only listen yeah. to so much before you're like, all right, I need something a little sunnier right now. Yeah. I was, but that, I, yeah, I was disappointed that him and M didn't really do a song together because they're so. I don't think he really likes M that much. Probably not. Just likes his paychecks. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But that hey, last yo. Benny that last Benny album was just like fun, you know? It was like and that song that he did with uh with Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh that song is oh man, I had that on repeat for a long time. Yeah, that Gibbs incredible. Gibbs is so fucking dope. I'm gl- I'm glad yeah, he got he is. like he's You heard get... Alfredo? That that record? Yeah, yeah. Shit's Alfredo's crazy. awesome. I think the first album that turned me on to Gibbs was uh Piñata and yeah. man, I listened to yeah, I would listen to the shit out of that album. I loved uh, that track he had with Earl Sweatshirt. Yeah, Earl Earl's another one, a dude that I I love. Dude, I he was one guy. of the the first people that I I remember watching like grow from like when I first heard of him, he was like a nobody, 
And then when yeah. I saw him come back from Samoa or wherever he was at, at uh, Webster Hall, or not Webster Hall, um, some spot in New York City, that show that they filmed for Loiter Squad, I was yeah. there. And when he walked out on stage, it was like 3,000 people who knew all his shit. And he was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> First yeah, which was not great. Oh, that's oh. What and ladies and gentlemen, that's 50. This, oh, my God. And, uh, ladies I, and gentlemen, I remember that. This is what happens when you, your first daddy's pitch. not in your life. You're going to throw a pitch first like this. Pitch was not great. <laughs> Just a bit. Out. Just a bit. Oh, Lord. Yeah. That's what, what happens happened. when your aim is fucking terrible. That was, had nothing to do with aim. That totally had to do with his dad. Is he trying to hit Ja Rule? What the fuck was he doing? <laughs> 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 uh, yo, uh, I saw him before this whole thing, like not intentionally. Uh, let me say that. Not ja intentionally. All right. So, two, so, all right. So, I saw Ja Rule at the airport. This is the first sighting. I saw Ja Rule, me and my wife are headed to Las Vegas. And she's like, is, is that Ja Rule? And I was like, nah, babe, I think you racist. <laughs> <laughs> she slaps me. She slaps me. She's like, shut up, stupid. And I was like, no, that's him. That sounds stupid. You know, because she, she's Jamaican and training. So she's like, I think that's, I was like, no, that's him. She's like, I want to get a picture. Is this that lame? I was like, no, he's icon. I give him that. Yeah, she's okay. like, would you take it from me? I was like, yeah. And so she asked, like, nah, like, have somebody else do it. It was funny. Like, I turn around. It's because I was like, is, is it him? And I look and I was just like, oh, I made that face. And he just did a face like, like, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's me. And um, so I took the picture. Uh, murder. Then, yo, I wanted to tell him like, yo, dude, regardless of what anyone says, your first album is a fucking classic. Like, it's yeah. a fucking classic, dude. Like, he just yeah. sold out. He just went for the bag. But yeah. um, I seen him. We went to go see. I can't even remember who the opening act was, but it was some. It was for what's the local radio station we got here in New Haven, ninety three. Oh, they're called Hot ninety three point seven. Someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone oh, tried to slip that shit in, right? Hot ninety three point seven. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I remember that Tony Tony Tone was there, and they gave a shit performance. They were just dicking around on stage, and Brandy was supposed to perform. I don't remember who opened it. Ja Rule? No, 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 no. Brandy was supposed to perform, but Kobe had just passed like okay. a few days before. So because of that, unannounced, they they had Ja Rule and Ashanti do the show. And they fucking killed it. They fucking okay. killed it. I'm like he threw a hell of a performance. I actually think he would beat 50 in a fucking versus. Wow. That's all that's yeah. all hard statement. I, I don't disagree, man. I mean, Get Rich or Die Trying still holds up. I still listen to that pretty frequently, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I got some great pussy. tracks on there. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Ja Rule had, Bangers, he, had a bro. Hell of, he had a hell of a run, man. He really did. He wasn't lying. He did like an hour, maybe hour 20, and it was nothing but hits. And it was like a yeah. it was like a medley. He didn't finish all the songs. He did yeah. like maybe two minutes. Imagine like two minutes, a minute 30, or... 230 the most right for an hour of nothing but fucking hits crazy let me let me ask you guys something because that's one of my i and i've been in some incredible hip-hop shows but it's always frustrating to me and unfortunately wu-tang is very guilty of it and they're you know they're one of my all-time favorites mm-hmm. i saw them 
my wife and I, that was our first date was a Wu-Tang concert in 2006 on on Valentine's day. I had, I had two tickets. No wonder she went to that. Yeah. Lock any woman (laughs) down, dude. He just, he just gave it to y'all. If y'all out there and y'all single, if your lady is willing to go to a Wu-Tang concert, marry that chick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She was amped. I mean, it, it did happen to be on Valentine's day, which is a weird day for a first date, but, um, it wasn't intentional. I was supposed to go with my roommate at the time and he had to work. I asked a bunch of other friends of mine. They all had girlfriends They're like I can't go to a show with you on Valentine's Day. So okay, I had bro. known my my wife and I were we met walking dogs in the West Village. We were both uh-huh. dog walkers. Yeah. And I, w- I was just, we were just like friends at the time. And I was like, hey, I got this uh, extra ticket to go see Wu-Tang. And she was like, oh, yeah, I love Wu-Tang. So she came and the, sh- the show was it was fun. But like they did not do more than 30 seconds of any song oh you know? and it was oh. just like the like the glass breaking sound and then on to the next track and it's just like oh, god damn you're just hoping to get to and they're all up there except for odb too but it yeah. was like it's like every song they each took one of them took a turn doing their verse and that was it oh know? yeah because they got so many members you know who yeah, i'm disappointed yeah. in i love them but i'm disappointed in meth because that that song you recently had with like Conway and Nori and just him Lemon? yeah just just him being in this era method man was probably one of the first people to be like they would he would start and then go into like a sing and then he would rap like he was doing that singing rapping shit before fucking bone thugs came around so i was like why is meth just rapping now why isn't he doing that singing rapping shit when he was like one of the fucking pioneers of that shit yeah, hit, I saw him. That's one of the best hip hop shows I've ever been to. Was I saw I went to a Method Man solo show at this club, uh, Dream in DC. I lived in DC for a year before I moved to New York, and this was like a fucking warehouse in Northeast DC. It was like a super black club. I went there with three other friends. We were the only white people there, and one of my buddies had made moonshine that weekend like in his fucking bathtub made moonshine he was like from west virginia super shit kicker hick and so he brought moonshine we were drinking it in the parking lot never had anything like it i was fucking hammered we go in there and method man it was like it was like watching fucking cirque du soleil man the acrobatics this dude was doing was insane he was swinging from the pipes in the ceiling was he he doing backflips into the crowd no it was just him because him and Redman were doing that at um, it was during the uh, some tour that they were doing with Jay Z, and they were yeah. the opening act, and they was were that like, the "Yo, blackout tour." I think it was, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were like, "Yo, it's fucking disrespectful. You got me and Red opening up for y'all." So yeah. in order to get everyone into it and make sure that people of culture would show up on time. They were like <laughs> flying over the crowd and shit. Cause that's what they were like. We wanted to make such a stamp that people would get there on time. Cause we all know we don't really get there on time that much. And <laughs> that much. Yeah, we don't. Even at weddings, bro. It'd be a wedding and I'm DJing and the fucking the Latino side or black side is just like five people. <laughs> everybody else, everybody else is there, you know. Damn. At interracial weddings. Yeah, that's how it goes. So, um, What's your what's your top five? 
top five artists. You no, know I was th- I was thinking about that, and it's yeah. so hard because like in terms of rappers, because like Gangstar is definitely in there, but it's not you know. So Guru, I wouldn't say Guru, I would, yeah. yeah, but it's but it's because of Premieres. Okay. It's oh yeah, because you're paired with Premier, you know, because yeah. you don't like that Bruce jazzy great. shit, do you? Like Jasmine's has. Yeah. It's okay, but it's no. I don't. I yeah, I remember. I like no, no, it's not my favorite. Um, B- Biggie is definitely my favorite rapper. Um, but I love. Did you watch? I, love, uh, I got a story to tell. I did, yeah. And I was I was skeptical because I've seen so much shit and it's all the same. And I was like, I'm not gonna learn anything new. I thought it was really good. Yeah, yeah. It it was concise. It was everything we've known already, but just in yeah. one place. And I was I, I was said, talking to my. Go ahead. I was gonna say, except for that jazz guy, I didn't know Biggie was like being groomed to be a fucking like trumpet player. Yeah, right. I know. I know. And I was like, oh, that's why his fucking cadences, his rhythms are so fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I know. And, and I'm not, you know, I don't play an instrument. I'm not. I don't really have any musical ability. But I always kind of thought, like, man, that's that's what I love about Biggie's rapping so much is it. He's using his voice like an instrument in a way that I can't quite put my finger on. And then when I watched yeah. that, I was like, oh, I wasn't imagining things. He really truly was. But I was talking to my wife about it, and we both kind of felt a little bit disappointed at the end of like god i just wish there was a little bit more to know about like more interviews with friends to know his real character what he was like in his private life i mean there was a glimpse and then i kind of realized like we don't know that much about him because he was he wasn't around for that long you know what i mean he he died so young and his his fame and popularity was very short-lived so it's just like how much can you know about somebody who was gone so soon yeah um but yeah, Biggie's number one. I love Ghostface. Ghostface yeah. is definitely up there. Um, I love Kendrick, but I also love Schoolboy Q. There was a time where I thought I think I like Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q more is than so, Kendrick. Oh, yeah, I mean, especially if you popping pills, bro. Ooh. Yeah, Bl- Blank Face is one of my favorite albums ever. Me too. Me too. Really? Yeah, but oh, I can't man. listen to it too much because because it, it, fuck popping a pill it makes me want to crush it and. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's Just so fucking. To the head, fuck up the ops. Yeah, it's so bro, da- I... it's so dark in a way that like it's 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 almost like goth hip hop, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm a dead beat, I'm a that... gang member, deadbeat father, and drug dealer. Just like, just like, man, the most self deprecating self hatred that I've ever heard in hip hop, and it's like, man, it's really compelling. I remember I was like, yo, I, it took him a long time to release some music during a certain time. Because I was like, to me, it just sounds like he wakes up and brushes his teeth with an eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it. I love yeah. it. But it's, <laughs> it's bad. It's just like when that clip in um, that Ray Charles movie where he's like itching and they're like, oh, no, we got to get him off the fucking juice. And they're like, listen, to that sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Biggie, juice brings the soul. So Biggie Ghostface. That's a whole other podcast. Baron and I believe that that's that heroin and music is just creates this stratosphere of music that yeah. is unreachable. And neither yeah. one of us are gonna fucking jam ourselves with a needle, so we'll never get there. And we won't stare I... at little kids' buttholes or piss on little, <laughs> or piss on little girls. Yeah. So we'll never get there. <laughs> it's you're you're right though. I remember, you know, because I, I feel like my first 
awareness of heroin was Kurt Cobain, which again is weird that like grunge was, yeah, it's still rock music, but grunge was basically pop music too. I mean, that was the most, that was like, yeah. that was one of the most popular genres of music at the time. Yeah. It really was. It really In my opinion, was. It, was, it was shitty pixie music coming from shitty them. Pixie music. Yeah. Pixies. Oh the pixies. yeah. 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 Yeah, I yeah. Mean, no, I agree. Oh, I agree. But but Scott and Chris were the fucking most amazing lead vocalists out of that whole thing. That was like the best thing we got out of that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I remember, I remember being, I remember where I was when I found out about Kurt Cobain dying. I was on the way home from uh, seeing the Mighty Ducks two with my sister, and we oh, heard wow. it on the radio. But like for a nine year, for a for a nine year old kid, for a nine year old kid to be aware of, of heroin, you know, it's like kind of crazy. Yeah. But then like, but then you find out about people like Billie Holiday and Charlie Parker and like, yep. oh, my God, people have been doing heroin for that long. Like, yep. I always thought it was like a cool, new, young, hip drug. No, and it's but like, everyone, everyone had to be on heroin if they thought fucking Billie Holiday sang good. The first time I was ever. <laughs> fuck Billie Holiday. Like, I'm kind of like you, like. The first time I was aware of it was when I heard Jimi Hendrix and like, I kind of got it. But then like when I heard Alice in Chains, I was like, Oh fuck. Like, yeah, it actually people yeah. really fuck with this shit. Right, so who was right. your favorite out of the grunge movement? Just another uh, my, fa- my favorite was you only get one. This question, you only get one. My yeah. favorite was Pearl jam. Um, but now I, I started listening to, super unknown a bunch and that i think that might be my favorite album from that from that time that's that album is is just a fucking slam dunk um but you know i i listen to all of it but yeah it's it's weird how like heroin can also like up someone's cool factor too i remember like going to friends houses as a kid and like every every kid's parent had james taylor in their cd tower and i always thought like ah, oh, these fucking squares and this, this horse shit you know acoustic folk shit and then you find out james taylor is a heroin addict you're like yeah this guy's all right <laughs> he has seen fire and rain you know? <laughs> he's really got soul like it makes you like respect him in a way it's like oh my god um, yeah, we were saying that about Billy Joel, like how he used to have all these songs talking about I'm a fuck up and you don't need to be around me. And then we're like, it's square. And then out of nowhere, crashing into people's houses, because as many yeah. times as we all have allegedly uh, drank and drove in, um, we've never driven into someone's house. As Foley yeah. said, when he's on stage, he should just have like that car. <laughs> all right, so all right, we got a little bit off, but um, let's yeah, let's get to all right. So, you uh, said Biggie, Ghost, oh, uh, Schoolboy Q, um, yeah, yeah, uh, geez, I'm, uh, give me a second here. So, I'll I, let you uh, think about that, and I'll add in this. Um, most def said about Biggie that he had the mathematical flow, uh-huh. he said that his flow was so fucking mathematical. You think it's going one way, and then it fucking turns the other way, but then it goes back to the way that you just thought it was turning, but then it takes another twist. Yeah, Biggie Biggie was dope. I give him I give him so much credit for that shit. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I gotta throw in a little bit more old school shit in there. I love KRS one. Um, have you heard thirteen and good? You hate you hate KRS one? No, I said have you heard thirteen and good? No, no, what's that? Uh it's his song about fucking a thirteen year old. Are you serious? <laughs> Dead serious. Oh Jesus. 
I'll no, send you the link later. That. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Return of the Boom Bap, man. You had to fucking drop that on me. <laughs> <laughs> he was teaching oh, people no. lessons to get out of statutory rape. Jesus yeah, that's what he Christ. was trying to do. That's what he was trying to do, but it, it didn't sound like it when you get to like, where's the phone? I think it's time that I went home. She called the pop. <laughs> she called the pops and said, "Come on, get me. I'm all alone. I'm sorry, Daddy. I slept on an. Oh, I slept with an older man. He said, "Don't worry. The 45 is in my hand." So it sounds like. Oh Lord. The moral of the story, there's no moral. You finish the story for me when you're living your life every day in the hood. Waking up in the morning should feel good. That Jesus. sounds like he did it. All right, let's go back to the yeah. top five and get the favorite albums. Of- All right. I might, to, I, might, I might have to withdraw that one. Nah, leave it. Leave it. <laughs> leave it. Like, in his own words, he'd be like, I don't give a fuck about all that. <laughs> That's Karen's one's own words when they asked him about Africa Bambata. I don't go fuck yeah. about that. Yeah, he didn't need to fade oh, really? Africa Bambata. Well, I mean, it's we we haven't had someone to ask this, but I I, I kind of want to ask people like, how black are you? Did Michael Jackson do it or didn't he do it? Because mm. I feel like that's where your blackness comes in. And I have a friend, Iraq. Yeah. E- he's he's uh, biracial, and I was like, Iraq, did he or didn't he do it? He's like, ah, oh, fuck, that's when my white side kicks in. He did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's that's true though. I've yet to I've yet to talk to a single black person who yes! will say that he did it. Right? It is it's because like he, you know, Michael Jackson, he's on their Mount Rushmore, you know what I mean? So Everyone to admit wants. that he was capable of something of like that, like yeah. it's it's too precious, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, you know. So number 5. Prince. Fuck fuck MJ just Right, Prince. Yeah. <laughs> and Prince saved Prince saved himself out of that because Michael Jackson actually wanted to do a duet with Prince for uh, the song "Bad." Wow. But, Prince, but Prince said, "No, there's no way you or I am going to say your butt is mine." Now, <laughs> he's like, "I'm not saying that to you. I'm not letting you say that to me. I'm yeah. bad. I'm really, really bad." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so number five, we got one slot, one slot left, and it and it and it has to be a it has to be a one one individual rapper. It can't be a group. No, it can be a group. It can be a group, or should be a probably of the group. Uh, I might have to th- I might have to throw Q Tip in there. Then I went through a big tribe phase. I went through a big Daylaw phase too. Um, I actually I actually listened to Daylaw before tribe and stakes as high as one of my all-time favorite hip-hop Fucking, albums too yeah yeah and it's kind of devastating that i got rid of my all of my cds finally like a year ago i had i had held on to all my cds man i had like 400 cds and i had them in oh, these wow. you know these booklets and taking up my entire fucking bottom of my desk drawer and i was like I think I can finally part ways with these. And I did. And I was like, God damn it. Dela is not on Spotify. I can't uh, listen to them. Wait, you know? they're not? What? You just no, they had, a, they had they that had situation with Tommy, thing with Tommy Boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. It sucks, man. So I really, I really missed listening to Dela. Um, but apparently I just read the other day that Pete Rock and DJ Premier are teaming up to do like two new albums with them, which is with Dela. Yeah. Yeah, which I'm pretty psyched about. That's sick. Yeah, that um, sounds good. 
but uh yeah i guess that i guess that would i guess that would round it out i'm sure as i'm sure as soon as i log off i'm gonna i'm gonna remember somebody else like ah fuck all right give us your favorite it's a hard it's a hard conversation so my favorite what your favorite favorite album from those artists so you got Um, q-tip because you said tribe one thing i'll say about them i don't know if anyone ever noticed i it didn't it took me like 30 something years to notice this i was working out one day and i was like why do I feel aggressive and tranquil at the same time? And it's because Tribe, like Q-Tip, he made the beats. He's one of the goats where a very few goats that come up in lyrics and in production. Yeah. And they would have these melodic samples like keys and shit. And the drums were fucking aggressive. Yep. So yeah. it, it would put you in this like trance where you're like chill, but you're like amped. It was it, right. Yeah. So favorite yeah, Q-Tip sure. album or favorite Tribe album? Uh, favorite Tribe album is Midnight Marauders, but his his first solo album that was Amplified. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? That's pretty yeah. good. No, I, was. I was into that. I was really into that. Um, I, I also remember. Uh, do you remember when Fife's solo album came out? I don't think anybody listened to that shit, oh, but I love probably. Fife too. I think he's got like some of the best punchlines in hip hop. I mean, he just fucking cracks me up a bunch. I remember <laughs> calling the the local college radio station and requesting that they play Fife, and they fucking laughed at me on the phone. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. Wow. Right? <laughs> what did What did you ask for the from the what was it ventilation? Yes, I think that is what it was called. Damn. Um, it had just come out. I hadn't even heard it yet. I was like, hey, can you play some of that new Fife? They're like, Fife, fuck you. No, um, they're, they're not real then, because Fife is well respected. Yeah, he's great. So, Gangstar, Moment of Truth, uh, Biggie, Ready to Die, um, Ghostface, Supreme Clientele. Oh, um, yeah. Schoolboy Q, Blank Face. KRS. Um, and I love Return of the Boom Bat, but I also love uh, Criminal Minded. I mean, Criminal, Criminal Minded is, yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and again, I know as soon as I as we wrap up, I'm gonna be like, ah, oh, geez, there's so much shit I forgot. But <laughs> those are those are definitely definitely some of my faves. Well, definitely appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man. Yeah, Thanks man. This was fun. I, I wish I, I wish I had longer to talk to you guys. I really do, because I could I could talk this shit all day. Well, we'll have you on another time. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cheers. Um, are you guys are you guys uh, doing any got any live shows lined up anytime soon? Um, they'll just kind of not currently, but we're working yeah. on new music. So yeah. you are cool, yeah. cool. So um, how do people get in contact with you? Run through your plugs. Uh, you can follow me. Follow me on all the socials at Who Doug Smith. Um, got a new podcast coming out with my boys Matt Wayne and Gary Veter called Terrible Therapists. We got oh, like shit. in the Gary can. We... Funny as fuck. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. So we haven't we haven't released our first step yet, but it should be in the next month. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm starting to slowly do stand-up gigs again. So yeah, uh, com if you want to stay updated on, uh, upcoming live shows and shit, but yeah, at who Doug Smith on Instagram is probably the best way to keep up with me. Oh, I meant to ask you before you go, how'd you come up with the album title? Barely Regal. Yeah. Uh, well, part of it, part of it is, uh, is you're a KRS one fan. <laughs> yeah you didn't listen to my hidden track 13 year olds um, she said ask the question 
no need for guessing. Hey, baby, how old are you? 21, 24, maybe 22. I'm 25. She shucked and kind of nigged and said, he, 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 I'm only 13. Oh, my God. I'm humiliated now. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what I gotta throw in there? I I gotta I gotta throw in a, a shout out to Snoop Dogg because Doggy Style is definitely one of my most played albums as well. And I know this is not a popular opinion. I think Doggy Style is better than the Chronic. I agree. Yeah, I completely agree. No yeah? fucking hands down. Yeah, oh, yeah okay. no fucking question. Yeah, I thought the Chronic that, I thought was, was good, like, but Doggy yeah. Style was better. The Chronic yeah. was uh, Snoop Dogg's good first hey, album. Dude. Yeah. Right. Snoop right. Dog's album, man. Doggy style. You can just put you on know, back to. You can have a party and just put on doggy style back yes. to fucking front, and nobody will complain. Nobody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So. Definitely. Yeah, he's definitely up there. I feel. I feel like he's lost a little bit of his credibility as a rapper because he's so main. He's a household name. You know, like your fucking yeah, hangs out with Martha Stewart. Snoop Dogg is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. Don't forget, don't forget what he's capable of. Beating a murder trial. Yeah. I know, All right. Man. So I, what were you saying? Barely regal. Oh, so my uh very my regal. Great, my great, great, <laughs> great very <laughs> regal. <laughs> yeah. I know, I was saying that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Asian saying barely legal. Um, <laughs> So my great 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 three greats, my great 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 grandfather is Ulysses S. Grant, and oh, I always shit. like. Oh shit! Look at you, pimp. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind, of, it's kind of like an homage to that, you know, like on the. I don't know if you've seen the album cover. It's like me on like one of those coin-operated horses, horses yeah. trying to look regal, but you know, I feel like I've fallen very short of that of that immense shadow to live in. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's where it comes from, and I just kind of wanted a cool little play on words. There we go. I look nothing like him, but my dad looks just like him. Pull up the album cover too. All right, all right. So keep talking. And my dad actually has um, my dad ha- has a bunch of shit that man when my when my dad dies, it's gonna be our. Or nest egg. He's got the stars from his general's uniform in a frame. He has a rocking chair that he had in the White House. He has a he has a uh, a letter written to Ulysses S. Grant from Abraham Lincoln. Wow. Yeah, dude. Wait, is this real or is this like um, motherfucking snakes on a plane? And um, <laughs> what was it? What was the movie where Samuel Jackson was faking the? The letter from Abe Lincoln. I don't know. I don't know. You didn't know that? It, it's um ah, what the fuck's the name of the shit? It's some Quentin Tarantino movie. And uh Django? Oh Django? Yeah. No, 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 not Django. Hateful Eight? Yes. Yes. The whole plot is that you know, what's in your wallet? He's scamming people the whole time that he's got a letter from Abraham Lincoln, meanwhile it's forged. Pull, yeah, pull up his album cover. There it is. There you go. Got okay. The, got the nips out. <laughs> in good shape. Lay. In good shape. <laughs> Give you that. So yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for plugging that. I did. It's two years ago, and I don't even think I never even think to plug the album. But yeah, that that's always helpful. Yeah. Get those sound exchange checks. Hell yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was great shooting the shit with you guys. 
And yeah, I'd, I'd love yeah. to come back anytime. Yeah, definitely have you on again, man. This was fun. All right, man. Thank you. Well, good luck with everything. And uh, yeah, hope, hope to talk soon. Hell yeah, man. Thank you again. All right. Show, yeah, man. no problem. Later, dudes. That was fun. Yeah, that was good. I just talked to him and he was like, oh, 13 and good. He's like, I can't even bring myself to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I I skipped the last line after, what was it? Uh, she chucked and kind of digged and said, he, 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 I'm only 13, 13. She kind of, she shucked and kind of what? Nigged, you know, like reneged. <laughs> Nigged yeah. and said, he, 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 I'm only 13. 13, I need an escape. that statutory rape. But she was good. Good, 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 good. <laughs> that sounds like you did it. Sounds like you did it. That sounds like you did it. All right, it. show me this, this June bug shit. Oh... Here we go, bro. All right, we got to talk about this. All right, so I wanted to talk about this with him, but I guess we, we you know, we lost it. I said we were going to bring it up, and we didn't bring it up. So We brought it up after. No, I brought it up before. I said... Uh, no, no, people. no, I know, but for the people listening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, June Bug Challenge. All right. So, kids, if you're listening... And you're trying to pop. All you got to do now is make up a shitty dance to go with your shitty song, and people will then, you know, fuck with it. So here we go. This is a Junebug challenge. And white people probably thinking, wait a minute, this looks really familiar. Why does this look familiar? Hold on. I can't put my finger on it quite yet. But this looks really familiar. It looks like they're walking like a certain uh, ancient people. It, it really does. Hold on. So I'm going to stop it real quick. And put it on. For those people that don't know, you want to talk about it while I look this up, Baron? Did that strike anything similar to you? I think I've seen something similar before. Oh, yeah? It was a fad for a while. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. This song still fucking rocks. If you throw it on at the right time and the right amount of coke is being spreaded around. You're the, right, the right amount of drinks have been had. Oh, shit. Okay, hold on. This is what we're going to do with this right here. So we don't get sued. <laughs> and we're going to show you, for those watching, once we put this on. It'll be a while. I know, I feel like shit. But it's, it's rough, man. We got, we got fucking, we got lives here. Yeah, facts. You know, like we're trying to do multiple things at multiple times. So it's Sharon, you hear the audio? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here we go.
Yo, we gotta clip this. Hell yeah! Yo, they were spazzing. Oh, bro. That they were perfect. spazzing, bro. That went perfect. I knew it went. I knew it went. So, Hell yeah. You know what this made me think? I was like, so wait a minute. You mean I could do... You mean I could do this? <laughs> and make and and Wakanda, you call it the Wakanda dance. So you mean I could do the Macarena dance backwards, where I put instead of put my hand where the top of my hand is up, I put the bottom of my hand up, bottom of my hand up on the other one, turn it over, turn it over, Wakanda symbol, and now we got the. <laughs> Can start got, doing the Cotton Eye Joe and make it like hip hop now. I was thinking of all this shit. I was like, yo, I could do the moonwalk, but hop in between steps and call it the moon hop, moon bop, the the moon, bop. <laughs> moon jump challenge, the moon bop challenge, stare at an underage kid's butthole <laughs> challenge. <laughs> it's like you jumping over buttholes. Oh, man. Oh wait, wait, wait! It, it it continues. Hold on, we're gonna rewind. We're gonna rewind this. We're gonna rewind this. All right, so y'all ready? We're gonna go more into this June bug shit. Here we go. I'm on my big shit, ready to get it started. Bitch, I got no sense. Oh, here we go. Ride around with folks. Call me twenty four. Got a bitch to do the most. I get in groove on every time I see them folks. All these unsuspecting white people. <laughs> Yo, did you see that Statue of Liberty? Yeah. <laughs> The dog is the best. Knock your dreams off. My wood is called a body. I didn't name them random mouse. Stop talking in my reeboks. Ride with a G shot. I heard he shot. All right, that's enough. That's enough of that shit. That was so epic. So, is it a blatant ripoff? Um, it definitely took inspiration. This is a ripoff. I mean, that's a nice way to say it. What was the name of that chick that was on? Um, they mentioned her in um, Real Ass Podcast, the midget chick. Uh, who? Oh. Uh, Do you remember her name? I don't remember her name, but I remember the video. <laughs> All right, so let's put. Oh, you're going to have her sync up to it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Midget. Would you? Yeah, I would too. Yeah, why not? I, dude, I saw a chick that looked like this when I was in Bridgeport. I was at the train and I'm, I'm looking in one direction, right? I'm looking. Let's just say I'm looking. You were looking at the band one I'm direction. Looking, yeah, I'm looking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking to the east. <laughs> and then I hear this voice. Hey, I'm like, oh, yes, little one. 
And, no, but I didn't say I didn't say that. You know, it sounded like a child. Like it's yeah. like it sounds someone very young. So I turn yeah. around, no one's there at my at my height, height my yeah. vision. And then I look down and I see a baddie. A fucking baddie ass little lady. Whoa. And I was like, how do I approach this? Because <laughs> do you just like shimmy down to her height? Because this is pure like you start I, talking to her on your knees and shit. I wanted to. I wanted to because this is like getting your own pocket pussy. This is like a, a traveling life size pocket pussy that comes with an ass and a face. A real life spinner. A real. Oh yeah. This is more than a spinner. This is like a fidget spinner. This is. Like, <laughs> this ain't no. <laughs> you put her legs up and just fucking spin her around. For lack of better words, midget spinner. all right so for those that don't know what we're talking i wish you had the air horn special effect you just so for y'all that don't know what we're talking about and are watching this we're talking about um as they call her jayla a keychain jaylo the hottest quote unquote the hottest little person tayana chana is that what the name is tayana chana tayana chana I've looked her. I've looked for her before. Is it Tayana Harrison? Is that is that what she turned her name to? I don't know. No, that's no. Not, I don't even know who this bitch is. I don't know. But apparently, my search engine knows who the fuck she is. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, but I don't know who that bitch is. It's Tanya. I don't know Tanya. you. It's Tanya. She didn't even go here. Tanya. Tanya Midget. All right. Here we go for y'all that don't know. This is blurry. It's probably the goggles you have to have on to do this. (laughs) Nah, I don't think so. I, I think I did something. Cause yo, if, imagine if you're on Snapchat, not Snapchat. Um, what's the swipe shit? Tinder. Yeah, imagine you're on Tinder and you see this. This looks like a regular person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's see. Here's another one. Looks like a regular person. Maybe it's yeah. a really close up shot. Yeah. And then you see this shit, and you're like, wait. You're like whoa. But I'd still smash. Oh, she's selling flat tummy tees out here? Of course she is, because that's what all the bitches do. Yeah, bro. Probably, probably number one. Baddest little person. Hell yeah. <laughs> A midget spinner. You got me fucked up. <laughs> Someone's typing up, but their hands are too little. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting canceled as we speak. Their fingers are too little to even write up the fucking <laughs> email. <laughs> Their heads like lean on the keyboard. <laughs> Yo, I, I really can't get over how much of a baddie this little chick is. Yeah, shit, hell yeah. Shit trips me the fuck out. But I'm telling you, this might be the girl from Bridgeport that I saw. Really? I'm not lying to you. It might not be her, but is that like a pipe or is she just holding like crystals or something? Because what no, does that it's a have pipe. to do? It's with... a pipe. I was gonna say, what does that have to do with CBD? I don't know, 
but they need to put a warning sign on this Delta H. Is that that body shit? Body, yada, 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 yada. Seems like it. Seems like it. Wait, how does she even find lingerie that fits her? Like, are they selling kids section? (laughs) There's a slut section in the kids section now? Yep. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, bitch. Well, I mean, that movie Cuties came out, so, you know. Oh. Wait, she she has a friend? They have friends. <laughs> they have friends. Who's Smokey the Bear? You called yourself Smokey the Bear, bitch. What's wrong with you? Whoa. Look at it. Look at her dressed up like Velma. <laughs> Whoa. Jinkies. <laughs> oh, you're whack. Get out of here. Nobody likes you. You're the fucking Jinkies. Let's get back to let's get back to the show. The show. <laughs> Okay, that's way too loud. Damn, you know who she'd look like? She looked kind of like a mill. A mill from Rockefeller? Yeah. No, if anything, I first one she did that oh, first. Wait. Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up right here, and Baron and I are gonna talk shop. So enjoy the episode. Thanks and, for listening. Fuckers. Thank you for listening. <laughs>